This episode of the Go Heads podcast is brought to you by SOS Culture. All products, including graphic tees, hoodies, and flags, are now 20% off. Click the link at the top of the description or head over to SOSCultureCo.com. That's SOSCultureCo.com. Follow their socials at SOSCultureCo to stay up to date with their latest drops and designs. Use promo code GHP at checkout to get 10% off your order. That's code GHP. Now to the Go Heads podcast. How's it going, everyone? Welcome back to the Goat Heads Podcast. This is episode 25. I am Tony with my co-host, Zach. How you doing, Zach? Been better. <laughs> yeah, it's a good way to put it. Um, it's been, we had our little bye week last week for the All-Star break. Zach and I are All-Stars ourselves, so thought we should get our, uh, a week off. So we're back now. Um, we're going to record yesterday, but it was Valentine's Day. So we're here today. So take it or leave it. I'll take it. I think yeah. um I think we got enough to talk about today. Not a lot of good things to talk about today. But um <laughs> Well, do you want to start with the good? There's something good that happened here. Uh we don't want to be all mopey for the episode. Dylan Cousins is here to stay. Uh Dylan signs a seven year seven point one million contract extension so just under tage what were your initial thoughts on that you've had a little bit of time to kind of sit on it it's been a little bit well my initial thought is great you have your first two centers under contract for a little bit above 14 million a year compare that to toronto with Tavares and matthews and it's it's a pretty good cap management from kevin and i'm interested to see how he brings darlene in on a long-term deal. I don't know if it's going to be around the same price. If it is, that guy's got some magic in the. Yeah. I don't, I don't think that's happening. I think uh, he even mentioned he's going to have to dig deeper in his pockets for Darlene and even a guy like power, but yeah, cousins seven years. Um, Initial reaction was how does that number not start with an eight? I thought cousins was at least getting 8 million. But I'm I'm surprised he uh there's like an internal cap, I guess you can say, for forwards. I guess Tage set the bar making slightly more, barely. But um yeah, this is really good cap management, as you said. Um there's gonna be a day when the Sabres are gonna try taking a turn for the better and you're gonna need to attract guys and that involves paying them. So yeah, good for good for Kevin, good for Dylan, good for the Sabres. Yeah, um, I I, I got to be honest. I'm not. It's hard for me to to be happy right now. Uh, in general, <laughs> about the Sabers, definitely. Uh, I don't want to give any credit to anybody. Yeah, you're Dying. feeling that that way. <laughs> you know what? The first seven two loss, I would I wasn't um I wasn't too upset. But the five two right after after uh, after staying up all day, all afternoon, all evening, to watch the Sabers game at ten thirty, for them to lose five to two. Um, 
it sucks and I'm and uh, it's hard for me to <laughs> make it right now and hopefully this episode doesn't tank but I, I just don't have I don't have that uh gung-ho whimsy today that I normally have <laughs> yeah that's respectable um yeah I guess we can just go to the Kings game uh like you said, ten thirty starts. So it was a it was a hard watch, regardless. And then um, Sabers were down five nothing at one point, I believe. So yeah, that that game sucked. Uh, there's a deserve to win o meter. I saw the Sabers had like a sixty eight or something around that percent chance of or should have won. So that's crazy. They lost by how many points? Three. Deserve to win zero. You get zero points. It doesn't matter if you deserve to win. We lost. Yeah. Um, this doesn't help their uh, games in hand that they have, nor anything with their playoff race. Um, and, yeah, a couple days ago, it was a noon game, uh, Calgary. We got our asses handed to us. That was – it was a very tough watch. First period was kind of great. Tage Thompson had a classic power play goal. Yeah. Um, Middlestat had a very pretty goal. And then um, they let Calgary score seven unanswered at home. First day back from All-Star break, um, an All-Star break where we saw a lot of the roster go on a vacation together, which I thought <laughs> I think is a nice thing to see. I really do. I, I thought that was awesome. But um, I kind of need all those guys back from vacation. I don't know where their minds are at, but there's no Bahama Mamas in the, in the Key Bank Center. <laughs> yeah, there was a stat, uh, like teams coming off of like all star break or breaks longer than like nine days or like 10 and 35. So that game, I didn't really, I kind of was expecting the worst. So the, but, the noon game, our all our matinees are terrible. Mm-hmm. I've been to two, and one of them was a two nothing loss to the LA Kings. Cal Peterson was in that, and they were playing crazy. Trap defense, and we couldn't do anything. I I saw the Florida Panthers game this year, and they lost. I forget the score, but they lost. So the matinees just don't sit well with this team. But seven unanswered. Yeah, did that you was, watch? Uh, you watch that game? Yeah, um, three shots in the first period was kind of a sign, although they scored two. It was kind of like a little warning of like, hey, this is a there's a long game ahead. You still got two more periods. So I kind of was just sitting back expecting the worst, and it was worse than I expected the worst to be. So yeah, seven straight. Um, Homer kid, what's that? Gilbert, the defenseman <laughs> from Buffalo, gets a goal and assist. I think he's a rookie. I think it was a second career goal. So good for him. Terrible goal, by the way, but. Good for him. That, that that second period went so quick. Mm-hmm. Like it was, we were watching and it was like, oh, it's tied. Oh, we're losing. Oh, we're down two. It, it, it just it were so many quick slaps to the face that it kind of felt unreal. It felt like a, a dream. A bad yeah. dream. Well, <laughs> I, like I said, I, I didn't expect – the Sabres to hold. I, I didn't want to give them the expectation coming off that break, knowing that it's done nothing but bad for teams, especially Buffalo since forever. But 
Yeah. Um, very, very hard game to watch and hard pill to swallow there. And then uh, right before All-Star break, um, we faced Carolina, and that was just another blowout. So 5-1 at home. Um, but I'm not going to hold that against them either. Carolina is my cup favorite personally. I think the I think this is their year and they're kind of just an, a powerhouse team. So you've said you that know. the last two years. Yes, I am I will pick Carolina every year till they win. So you yeah. eventually you'll be right. Or you'll always just be wrong. Yeah. Only one team can win. There's a lot of teams that could win. Um do you want to talk about the All-Star game? Did you watch it? Because I didn't. I didn't watch. Yeah, I watched some of it. I watched um, the final. I was at a restaurant, and there just happened to be a flat-screen TV across from me. With uh, So I saw Darlene win his $900,000 or whatever. One, Not 900000 What's 1 million divided by 11? Something oh, right a little, a little. I didn't even know they were getting money. I didn't know that was like an incentive for winning, but yeah, they get they get a million dollars between the team. And I don't know if that goes to coaches and staff, but and then some income tax. I really don't like the All Star game. Maybe I'm just in that mood where I don't like anything, but no, I don't I like the NA. I don't like really any professional sports All Star games. I think the NBA does it okay. Um, and then MLB is a home run derby, obviously. But it's like when you think of the NHL All-Star game, what are you like looking forward to? Like there's not a dunk contest. There's not a home run derby. There's just nothing like – I mean, hardest shot is like the only thing I can compare it to. And it's just like eh. – which Darlene came in second and I, that was surprising. If Tage yeah, is a really hard shot. Yeah. If um, Tage won, that was a – I think we would have won that one. But that's oh, right. Patterson won, didn't he? That's not who you'd expect to win it after watching years of Zidane O'Chara running that event. Yeah. Um, the NHL really doesn't have a home run derby. Like, baseball has a home run derby, and it's fun to watch because the best part of baseball is home runs. Yeah. What's the NHL's home run derby? See, I didn't watch it, but I'd assume, like, a shootout. But did they do that? And like, did nobody the try? This year was stupid. Yeah, no one. Mitch Marner was in like a suit. In I saw a clip of that. They tried being Miami Vice. Yeah, it was horrible. I mean, two years, two years ago, or the year before this one, um, was when Trevor Zegers did the uh, blindfolded dodgeball tribute, where he spun yeah. around with the puck on his stick and scored. That was awesome. Goalies didn't try. Um, Skaters didn't really try. It's it's hard to watch. It feels like everyone involved is forced. The viewers are forced. The crowd there. It's just not fun. They need to do something better. I don't know what they could, like, tell these players or, like, what, like, benefits they could even get to, like, want to put an effort. Like, they're all probably hungover. They're partying in Florida, like – Nobody wa- wants to watch hockey anymore. Viewership for hockey is plummeting. Mm-hmm. Plummeting. It's, Isn't it's that a shame? What was that? Isn't that a shame? I think what was carrying hockey kind of before was Hits and fighting. Because yeah. Yeah. that was kind of just the most unique thing about hockey. You can't do that in any other sport. 
or there's going to be like arrests made. <laughs> like, <laughs> so, yeah. So the fact that that doesn't happen even close to is what it used to. And I feel like that brought a lot of the thrill. And don't get me wrong, I love hockey. I think I, I see hockey differently than the average man. I love seeing like, plays happen and like, I notice the little things, and I'm sure you do too. And it's that's why I'm a fan. I can sit and watch like many games at a time. But like someone who's just not a hockey fan, and they turn that on, they're be like, "What is this?" Especially if they turn on the Blue Jackets first name other team here. Like it's I don't know. Hockey is a very interesting, unique sport, in my opinion. It's the only sport where you have to learn a whole new way to travel. Every other sport, you're just running on your feet, which anyone can do. Not everyone can skate. People walk on ice and they they can't even stand up. So what they're doing out there is incredible. And it's not marketed right. It's not – we're not given a good product. And I think – This falls in one person's hands. Yeah, I I was just getting to that. Why why do we have – the same commissioner for this long with ratings going down, viewerships going down. Nobody watches the Stanley cup. How, Not- how would they get him out of his position? How, how do you physically get Gary Bettman out of owning the NHL? Like, I, I really don't know how the business structure there would is. have to be in a, a group of owners who vote him out. I think that's how they do it. it it's so, it's probably so corrupted how it works because it's all rich white guys who have an obscene amount of money and they probably make deals with Batman and there's insider deals, I assume. And we want to keep this guy because he does this for us. And it's just, the system is broken. It feels like. And and we're the ones who have to deal with that because hockey's losing its deal with Adidas they no longer have Adidas re-signing them. We're witnessing a decline in the NHL. If, like, if they go with – take a to piggyback off there. If they go any other brand besides Nike, it's a downgrade. Just from a perspective and, lot. like, standpoint. Like, you look at Adidas, that's that's a top three, five sportwear company. What else is there? Nike. But I feel like they might even be top two because anything else I can think of is just a downgrade. In my opinion, so go back to Reebok, go to CCM. Like that's just that's not globally known. And I don't think Nike wants to touch the NHL. I think if Mister Nike's at his desk and somebody brings him a proposal for NHL jerseys and merchandise, he says no. Depends. I don't know. Uh, There's a lot that goes into it, obviously. But didn't they make the was it? Olympic jerseys or like something for countries. Yeah, the Olympic jerseys. Yeah. So I mean, it's not like they have no clue what's going on. They have some sort of experience. I don't know. Um, I don't know. We need to get rid of Gary Bettman, and there's nothing Zach and I can do about that. So yes. until we buy a team. Yeah. It it's just it's just sad to see a sport you love and idolize be treated this way and showed this way there's ways to grow the game and 
I don't think Gary Bettman's not trying to grow the game. I don't think he's doing this on purpose, but the things he's doing aren't working. The way he handles problems. He is doing something big. I don't know if you saw it. Uh, you, uh, there will be Disney Channel games, like how uh, Nickelodeon does football. Uh, yeah, I don't know. There's like some new show. I've never heard of it. Uh, it's doing like the is it Rangers Capitals games sometime this season. So on the Disney that. Channel. Something, I believe so. So there's that. I mean, there's a step in the right direction, I guess you could say. You're just copying the NFL. Huh? You're just copying. It. I think Disney's bigger than <clears throat> Nickelodeon. So, I mean, I, I that note, regardless, that's going to help your numbers copying or not. I don't know. It, it, there's so much that could, needs to change in this league as a whole and Goes from the All Stars to jerseys to ownership to contracts. Like I don't know. We'll see. The thing with uh, the cap space being like projected to go up like ten million was based on this TV deal, which and ratings are plummeting. So I don't know. Can't win them all. At some point, there needs to be. I mean, they've done the whole national thing with TNT and trying to get more people to watch these games, but they're not. I, I enjoy TNT personally. TNT I don't know. If but people aren't watching. You know what I mean? People mm-hmm. With football being over, maybe viewership will go up. It probably will because people want to watch sports of some kind. And I don't think soccer's going to catch up. Catch up. It, it will eventually. I really believe that. But for now, the NHL is still one of the four major uh, professional sports in America and Canada. Obviously, right. Canada, a lot more. Yeah. Looking at uh, the playoff standings really quickly, um, it's not looking terrible. It's not looking good either, though. Um. Something that I don't see a lot of people talking about, Detroit and Ottawa are right in our tail. Um, yep. We're right with them. Um, Detroit, uh, same amount of games played, same amount of points. We have two more wins than they do. They have four more overtime losses, so that's how it evens up there. Ottawa has one more game played with one less point. Same amount of wins. Just one less overtime loss. So, yeah, they're they're here. Philadelphia is not too far either, with fifty four points and three more games played. So, they're that's behind us and in front of us. Florida, who I believe lost in regulation yesterday, with five games in hand over the Sabers and only four points. And then the Islanders with also five more games in hand, with five more points than the Sabers, and that's not even to get into a wild card position. Pittsburgh and Washington are still leading that race. Um, Pittsburgh, 53 games played, so one more than the Sabres, but they have, how many is that, seven more points. Wow, the gap is uh, expanding with Pittsburgh. Washington's at 62 points, but they have four more games played, so I guess that's the team to catch right now. Yeah, and there's more teams than just us. It's not like we're the only team in this uh, dogfight for the last wild card spot. It's going to be these thir- last 30 games are are our playoffs. 
every game is a must win. And maybe these two beatings we've taken these last two games have woken up the team. Maybe they didn't. Uh, I, I read today that they changed the lines again at practice yeah. on Tuesday. I, I don't, I didn't see the lines, what they were. I'll pull them up real quick. Because whatever we had against the Kings didn't work. Um, I don't even think it lasted two periods, uh, whatever they put out there. See, Um, Dine will change the lines, and then when we're losing, he'll just start trying anything at the end of the game, which I guess is fine, but you change the lines for a reason. Yeah. You'll at least ride it out the game. I don't know. It's it's upsetting. Um, the new lines I'm about to I'll I'll tell you them real quick. I I actually do like these a, a lot actually. Um, Skinner Thompson Tuck back as line one. Paterka Cousins Olison. I like that. I I I don't like Paterka and Quinn together as much as I did because they're both just so young. There's so much to learn, and there's a lot of mistakes being made between both of them. And when they're together on the same line, it's not. It's great when they're when they're hot and they're playing yeah. good hockey, but yeah. Third line goes Middlestat, Krebs, Quinn. I'm reading left to right. Um, Krebs gets the upgrade or the promotion. Well, you're frozen for the third line, so you might want to. Oh, sorry, I repeat that. Middlestat, Krebs, and Quinn for the third line. Um, Krebs gets his promotion. Good for him. Well deserved. Um, fourth line: Gergensen's, Yost, Akposo. And ask once the extra for forwards. Defense is where it gets a little interesting as well. Darlene and Yoki Haru, who don't have great numbers in the past, but we'll see what happens. I like this one a lot. Samuelson and Power is your second pair. I, I really I like, like that. Because uh, I think Darlene has the the capability to carry Yoki Haru. Um, and Power can definitely get some help from Samuelson's defensive game. And then third pair, Clegg and Labushkin. Yeah, you know what you're getting there. Um, and then extras, Bryson. Uh, I don't know who will be in that. Probably Comrie, if I had to take a guess. He hasn't played in a little bit. So, You think he plays tonight? I, I'm going to say yeah. Um, either him or Lukanen. I don't think Anderson will play again after L.A. And Lukanen's game against Calgary, so I think Comrie gets a shot tonight. I don't know how accurate that is, but I just it's a must-win game. It's a well, as of recording, we're playing the uh, Ducks tonight. It's a must-win yeah. game. I mean, yeah. our, our listeners will know the the results when they're listening to this, and hopefully, there it it's a win. I don't care if we win in overtime. I don't care if it's two-one in a shootout, and we just beat a very a bottom-feeding team. But you need two points coming out of Anaheim. Yeah, tonight. It could not be overstated. We yeah, and then the last thirty games is new territory for Sabres fans. Over the last ten years, haven't really been in a playoff hunt this late, and this is a big one to be in. So, yeah, I believe the Sabres have the second hardest schedule in the NHL for the uh, remainder of the year. So. A good chunk of teams they're facing are all playoff teams. So, yeah, face the Ducks tonight, and then San Jose on Saturday at ten thirty again. So another another uh, late night watch, and then that I think that's it for Sabers after dark this year. Thank God, the last one finishing up the road trip. Um, 
Yeah, so these next two games are must-wins. They're bottom-feeding teams, like you said. You got to beat bad teams, and you got to collect these points because it's only going to get harder from there because next week we're back home against Toronto on Tuesday. So, yeah, and then after that's the Lightning and Panthers and Capitals. That's a stretch right there. You you need uh, we need every game like you need every point you can get. You need to win these easy games and play your heart out in these hard games and at least you earn beat Washington in regulation. Obviously, you yeah. we beat them in overtime last time. We're not we cannot give Washington a point. You don't want to give them anything. Toronto, you want to beat at home. Their rival. They're right across the pond, up north a bit. And I like kicking their ass, too. It feels good. It, it's, <laughs> it's always good. And, and I think we've only played them once this year, and it was a loss. Yeah. I think we got a hand to us that game. I think it was like 5-1 or something like that. But a lot of divisional games coming up. So A lot of big games. Florida, you need to win. Florida's ahead of us now with games in hand. Need to beat Florida. You this is it. Like, this is. I in- think uh, the rest of February really determines what Kevin's doing this trade deadline. And I think we should kind of talk about that, too. Um, that's coming up. Um, they don't seem to be in on any any big names. They don't seem to be in on Timo Meyer. I saw the Devils and Toronto and um, Vegas. Vegas? Vegas. Yeah, Vegas is in on everybody. They're, I don't know. They're, they always, they're never out. I don't know how they do it. I don't. They're know gonna have to pay a premium too. They're divisional rivals. I, I don't think there's a single chance he goes to Vegas. They're getting a better package elsewhere. So yeah, but I don't know, man. I I've been thinking about it a lot. We haven't talked in about two weeks, so um, I don't think the Sabers should do anything. This is a uh, big. It, I know. I, I had a lot of thinking to do. Looking at the team, there's clear help that's needed. There's clear holes. Let's say we fill those holes. How far are you making in a playoff race, and how much are you sacrificing of your future? And I, Kevin's thinking long-term, and the more I think about like his plan, the more I think he's right. Because this this it's going to be this offseason that's going to be – the holy shit moment, like the, oh, my God, we did that. We did all these things. Like He's going to go into next season as a brand new, not brand new, but the core is going to be identified. The outliers are going to be out of here, as in Yoki Haru. I think middle stat's going to be gone. I think even guy like Olafson might not have a spot. But I think this trade deadline, all you do, get a bottom-pairing defenseman. Maybe if you can, a guy that goes with power forwards you're overflowing with forwards goalies looks like like why make the upgrade at goalie when that can be an offseason move that'll be uh i think that'll be homegrown yeah i i that 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 put a smile on my face because yeah. well, devin levi won mvp at the bean pot tournament <laughs> <laughs> you watch the game no, I would. I had it streaming. It was a it was a good game. Like overall, just great hockey game. Um, that shootout glove save where he just chucks it behind him. Yeah. Oh Ugh. my god, it's gonna be. Uh. He is. What? He is that the whole Sabres team. Are known for goalies. They're known for legendary goalies. Dominic Kashuk, Ryan Miller, and there's been Ron. a long drought. 
There's been a long yeah. drought since Miller. We've had guys in and out. We've had Leonard. Uh, let's name let's let's name obscure goalies who played in that. Um, Nilsson, Anders Nilsson. That's what I was Anders thinking. Nilsen, uh, uh, Chad, Chad Johnson, Matt Hackett. Do you remember Matt Hackett? He I think so. Yeah. Um, Jonas Johansson. Um, Enroth. I love Enroth. We just had bad goalies. We've had a <laughs> lot. Of, and. Robin Leonard is not a bad goalie. We should start with that. Um, He's bankrupt. Neither is Linus Almar. <laughs> We've had legendary goalies on the team. They just weren't legendary in a Sabres uniform. But, oh, my God, if Devin Levi, if we develop him right, if Kevin puts him in his little Petri dish and puts enough development into him and grows him in Rochester and we see him play next year a few games and flashes um, – I don't know how accurate this is. I saw a tweet. I'm kind of just saying what I can remember. Um, he's a, I think, I believe he's a computer science major, Devin Levi, and uh, that's a hard major. And uh, he, I saw something that was like when he was injured, he did some VR. I don't know if he helped create it or did something for it, but he's playing a VR game to train. Uh, it was eye tracking. Something like that, yeah. Like that's just crazy. Like the, you see, there's a whole article about his work ethic, and you've seen it in his interviews of how great of a person he is. Like besides the, the fact that he's an amazing goaltender carrying an entire college team, he's he's the vibes guy. <laughs> he yeah. fits perfectly in this mold. Like he is going to be, I, I believe, the final piece to this puzzle. It'll be like. Remember when uh, Thanos gets the last stone? <laughs> it'll be the. It'll feel like that to see him in that because you're gonna have Darlene and Owen Power in front of him. Two first overall picks, two studs, two defensive prodigies who can score and skate and move. You have Samuelson locked in, who's gonna lock it down in front of him. You have your two centers intact for the next seven years. I. I Devin Levi's the uh, the cherry on top, and I'm willing to wait for him before we. I don't want to. It, it's gonna be a little bit of time. I didn't want to burst your bubble, but I think like Kevin Adams rolls. I don't want to sign a goalie long term. That's not in my off season plan if I'm Kevin, and I don't think that is in his. Hear hear me out. Let's say the. Demko Demko is available, but let's say somehow he doesn't make or get yes. traded this off season or this trade deadline in the off season, I would consider it. If you move Comrie and pieces. So then you have Comrie and I you know you have Lukanen and Demko here. You get, you can trade Lukanen as a piece. He's still a young goalie with potential somewhere. And then you have Levi as the backup to Demko. And I think you'll have one more year with Demko's contract where they could flip, be 50-50. Then Demko leaves in free agency. Levi's the guy. I think – I don't know how much trust I have in Demko. I, I, he has good career stats overall, but this year's been tough. But look at his team. Vancouver's a fucking shit show. So, yeah, they made, uh, make Buffalo look good. I'm um, yeah. looking up UFA goaltenders for next year because um, I'm perfectly okay with signing – a reliable 
three to four year guy who's been there, done that, can stop a puck better than average. That's all we. That's all we've been looking for. <laughs> like Buddy have- Anderson is a free agent. No. Why not? Who else is on there? Let's keep reading. Uh, I'll read Jonathan Quick. No. <laughs> Verlamov. A lot of them have been around. I don't. Is this Nedeljkovic, Mackenzie Blackwood? But I feel like he will definitely be re-signing. Anton Kudobin, Tristan Jari. Um, Jari is intriguing. Jari, three-year deal. Corpusalo. No. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't know. There's definitely guys out there who can be serviceable. I just want a serviceable goalie. That's all you really need. I, I, I think Jari intrigued me. I forgot he's going to be a free agent this year. I don't know if Pittsburgh can resign him with who they're paying now. And they have Casey to Smith as well. So maybe Jari could be a guy that, you know, throw a couple million at him. Three-year, four-year deal. Wait for Levi. Get rid of either trade Comrie or you can even trade Lukanen. Do you think think Levi plays um, in Rochester at all this year, depending on how far they go in the playoffs? 100%. And could you see him playing in in the NHL next year, like one or two games at the end of the season? Because here's my thing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I even wonder if he'll maybe get a game this year, but I don't think so with having three goaltenders on the roster. If an injury were to happen, I think I could see a call-up for one to two games. I don't know how the contract works and how and all that stuff. But um, next year, definitely we'll get some time. He will be – I think he'll be the number one goalie in Rochester, and if something were to happen here, I can see Kevin Adams even bringing up the backup from Rochester – he might light the AHL on fire. Yeah. It uh, it's a new test for him. It's a new test. We don't know. He's only played college. Like AHL is a very different league. So only time will tell. Uh he could even do some crazy shit in training camp that you can't help but say go you can't send him down. Which well, I don't think that development camp. We saw him firsthand. See the way he moves in net. He does save on Quinn too, who's probably one of the best shootout guys we have in the entire organization. Like, yeah. This. I don't know. A shutout in the shootout against um, Harvard to win it in the. I, see, this is. I'm. I'm not worried about goalie right now. I know people want to have a goalie. Just be a little patient. Um, I gotta find Devin Levi's teammate's name. I believe he had two goals, and he had the coolest name I've ever seen in my entire life. But you couldn't even remember it. Sadly, it's like. Wolfgang something or no? Fuck. Wolfgang Puck. <laughs> Isn't that like a chef or something? <laughs> I think it's a. I think it's a composer. Or that, yeah. Wolfgang Amadeus Mozart. That's who I was thinking of. Gunnar Wolf Fontaine. That's a cool name. <laughs> that is such a hockey name. Gunnar Wolf Fontaine. What's the, where does the first name end and where does the last name begin? Gunnar Wolf Fontaine. Fontaine's a cool hockey last name. Gunnar Wolf. You a six round pick on that guy just for fun. I don't know what he's a. We junior. have enough prospects, don't we? Maybe we'll get this guy on the pod. I'll shoot him a DM just to draft him. All we're gonna <laughs> do is ask him about his name and Devin Levi. Not even talk about his hockey. 
career at all. Oh, he is a he already was drafted. That's a shame. Who, who has him? Nashville Predators seventh round pick in 2020. Seventh rounder. Damn. All right, never mind. Not inviting him to the pod. Fuck the Predators. Fuck Wolfgang. Or uh, <laughs> Wolf. Gunner Wolf Fontaine. Gunner Wolf Fontaine. I believe Gunner. he had two goals. That put him in the to the overtime. So that was cool. It was a great game overall. If there's highlights out there and you haven't seen the game, go watch it. Levi, put, right. I think, had 30-some saves. Let's get back on track here because I asked about Levi playing next year because, right. honestly, this year – are we expecting playoffs? Are we going to be mad if we don't make the playoffs? I don't think mad's the correct term. I think just slightly disappointed. The expectations were never playoffs. Right. You're going to we're it's going to be sad because oh, we almost you want to make the playoffs. Everyone wants to make the playoffs. But realistically, we have moved up in the standings after being a bottom 5 team for the last decade. Maybe bottom ten. Um, you have your two centers locked in for the next seven years. You have guys having career years all around the board at every position except goalie. Um, so I don't, I don't think we have any right to be upset if we don't make the playoffs. However, next year, I think you're. I think you need to be set. You got to be fighting for a playoff spot, not a wild card. You're looking to be top three in the division. Like, you have to be fighting. Like, that's got to be, like, eh. You know, that's a big jump. So, I think wild card is where they're going to aim. But I think you want to well, be competing for wild card. You aim to be the best team. Honestly. Yeah. Obviously, you're not going to be the first overall team. That would be very cool. I don't see that happening. But next year, the expectation is playoffs now. You told us what – you we judge that based on what you show us on the ice. And what they've shown us on the ice this year is – they're they're a good young team. They can be streaky. They're near a playoff spot. They've moved up. So we have all the reason to believe that next year they should have those things figured out, be a year older. I'm really curious how young – I feel like they might be younger next year. Because what <laughs> if Akposo's gone? What if Gergensen's leaves? I don't think Akposo will be gone. I don't think so either, but it was hypothetical. Right, he calls that, it retirement. He's he's having a rough year as it is. He's looks slower and slower every day. Not a shot at him. It's just it's pretty evident. But um, then you bring up maybe like a Kulik and a Rosine or like a Rusek from Rochester. To maybe two of those guys get a spot on this team. Your average age is lower, sixteen and a half. Yeah, I. There, I really hope the Sabres make a, a big acquisition for a, a guy who has term left maybe like four to five years and is like late, mid, late 20s. Has played in one playoff games. That's what I want. Someone who's <laughs> there who knows how to play in the playoffs. Because when we get to the playoffs, you can't be a deer in headlights and be like, oh, wow, this is different hockey, and then get swept. Because that won't be much fun to watch. I'll watch, but I won't enjoy it. So you want to bring in experience for these young guys. Because you remember, have – Remember when Granado said Cousins is be, is leading by example and showing the young guys the ropes? Cousins is the young guy. He should <laughs> the ropes. Who's showing him the ropes? That's why I'm glad. He, I mean, at least he's got Olsen on his line now, which is 
you know, I, I don't know. I feel like his two-way game could be on this team next year up until deadline because that'll be his last year under contract. Who, Olsen? I Yeah, I see him being a deadline flip next year. He's just so streaky. Like, looking back to when I said sell high, like, now look at what's going on. I don't. I haven't noticed him in a couple games now. I don't know. I, I really don't remember. He had two assists against the Kings. Oh, he did two assists last night. I'm sorry. Still, I don't care. Two apples for the guy. Can't hate him. I, I don't know. There's just so much more opportunity out there that I think this team can go for. I don't think it just – I don't think it's a great fit. I think he'll fit great somewhere else. I just don't think it's here. You can see him on a team like Dallas. Sure. Anywhere. I don't really care. <laughs> All right. Get a decent return, flip it. Do whatever you got to do. Get you a guy. Him um, and sleep for a defenseman. You'll never know. We'll see. Yeah, but um, we'll, we'll sort of wrap it up. Not wrap it up, but – bring this into a conclusion we're in the last 30 games of the season the final stretch of the regular season we're approaching the trade deadline are we anticipating moves no you want to go over the jacob chicken drama at all have you heard about that drama i don't know if it's drama but um he was held out of a game the other night and uh speculation there was someone with a lot of followers and the check marks seemed kind of legit so there's a trade being worked around him going to LA and it's surrounded by Brant Clark, who was eighth overall pick in 2020, something like that. Very good right-handed. Say that's not a thing. Huh? Didn't LA say that's not true? I think LA contacted <clears throat> Brent Clark and said, that's not true. So, and then there was a uh, word coming out that they're trying to move a big piece back to Arizona. If I had to take a guess, it's Cal Peterson just because of his contract. And there's also something about uh, Arizona or LA wanting Arizona to retain half of Jacob Chikrin, who makes four point something million for like two more years. That's if weird. You have, doesn't that say something about the cap space problem in the NHL that you need to retain a $4 million player? Like, come on. The we're, money we're, in the NHL is just bonkers. Contracts yeah. are going up. It, yeah. So I might not even play in the NHL. There'll, there'll be a lockout in two years. Yeah. So I don't Doing think money. a trade will happen. And I don't know. It could happen either the next couple of days. It can go all the way to the end of February and March when the deadline happens. But teams involved in that are L.A., Boston. Um, well, I think Toronto may have called around. Um, I heard something about Columbus Blue Jackets. Uh, I don't know how that one's going to work out for them, but I don't think that will happen. Why would they? I guess that would make sense. They're in the They've been on them. They're trying to get better. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, yeah, I, I don't see a big move for the Sabres. I don't even really see any any roster. Maybe some bottom pairing roster moves. That would be nice to see someone brought in for defense this year to help for the last stretch of games. Maybe be brought in again next year. A serviceable yeah. third pair defenseman. I don't want to watch Labushkin and Bryson play. I I can't I'm watch Bryson anymore. Man, I'm, I'm glad they got the start over Bryson. 
Yeah, he deserves uh, it. But something about Yoki Haru is just he now he's getting top pair minutes with Darlene. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. I'm just really kind of over it. But um, yeah. Anything else you want to mention, or are we wrapping it up? I think we're wrapping it up. Overall tone of this episode was wake up. Sabres need to take these two losses. Forget about them. Don't have them hang over your head, but don't forget the lesson you learned, I I guess, if I had to talk to the Sabres, if I had to talk directly to the Sabres. We know they're listening, too. I, they probably are. I don't I, – I don't know if this is what they watch in their film. <laughs> we are their film. <laughs> Bryson's just back there snapping pencils. Fuck! They hate me! Well, Jacob, be better. That's all I gotta say. Listen to two 20-year-olds who are not... Can we say we're not that athletic? I would not we're compare not- to them. Not even close to compared to them. Yeah, we're not. We're you're listening to two uh, guys who didn't quite make the NHL. Quite. Maybe two class heroes, but not NHL players. I got a barley game tonight, though, so I don't know if they're scouts. They're sometimes scouts. Yeah. Who knows? So, watch out, Bryson. Keep your head up. All right. And this, this is. Yeah, follow us on Twitter at GoHeadsPod. Subscribe on YouTube, leave a comment, like, all that stuff. Um, SOS Culture, code GHP for 10% off. Go check that out. Um, Yeah, that should be it. Thanks for watching. Thank you, guys.